Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Create Ideas in Commercial Real Estate. This is your host, Ashley Koltonsky. Today, I have on the show, Chris Bernardi, Marketing Manager for Burnscala Real Estate. Hi, Chris. Hey, Ashley. How's it going? Good, good. We're happy to have you on. I met you a couple years ago at one of your properties, and I'm really excited to have you on because I respect your work. I think Burns Gallo is known for, you know, fun and modern kind of marketing and design work. So I know you've brought a lot of that to the table. So I'm really excited to have this discussion with you today. Tell well, thank us- you. I, I'm thank you. I'm I'm really excited to be here too. Yeah. Tell us. Give us a little like, you know, snapshot about what you do, what you love about what you do. Yeah. Sure. So um, again, thanks for having me. Um, just like you said, I am the marketing manager with Burns Gallo Real Estate. Um, very important to note because of our friends over at the roofing business. Yeah. Um, however, uh, I am the marketing manager. Um, I, I lead a small team within Burns Gallo Real Estate um, that oversees all marketing, um, creative technology, um, and basically advertising work that comes out of Burns Gallo Real Estate. Um, for all of our properties um, within our portfolio and outside our portfolio as well. What's your favorite kind of uh, project to do? Do you like the email marketing? Do you like more brand standard stuff? Yeah, you know, um, it's it's hard to pick a favorite because frankly, there is so much of it. Um, but I, I do find myself leaning into the brand marketing, uh, especially now we are... Um, underway um, we've really used this this slower town of COVID to really reinvest in ourselves and focus on our brand and who we are and why we do what we do not just um not just what we do every day so um there's been a lot of deeper discussions which i appreciate um and uh it's really it's, it's really it's really been eye-opening not just for me um as a newbie in the industry, but um, for our entire organization to really dig deeper and find out who we are and what we stand for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's piggybacking very well off of the last episode of Create because we talked or I talked about one of the biggest trends is authenticity in marketing. And I talked about understanding either you as an individual or even for a company what are your values? And I think that's kind of the foundation that you can build anything off of and especially build really, really good potent marketing. Because when you understand yourself, that is just reflective in everything that you do and you put out there. Yeah, I I would, I would totally agree. Um, You know, I think, I, I think almost every business, whether they're, you know, an organization within our industry or not, um, they, they all understand what it is they do. Um, some are lucky enough to even understand how they do it. Um, but not many really take the time um, or put in the effort to understand why they do what they mm-hmm. do. Um, and, you know, that that is more important now than ever. Um, you know, there are generational shifts going on um, within the world. Um, you know, the the old C-suite, if you will, is starting to phase out. You have a new generation coming in and, you know, they, they have um, a different line of priorities on where they place their money, their time, their investment. And as a brand, 
you know, it's, it's very important that you are transparent. And as you said in your last podcast, authentic enough to make people believe in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talked to very briefly uh, why this is coming up. And I briefly mentioned cancel culture because I think it's, it, I think this is all a product of the, the World Wide web and just having access to so much information and news and like you can't really do things that people don't know about anymore. As far as a company, like you can't get away with doing something wrong and not hearing about it. So there's so much transparency out there on the internet that you you just have to be true to who you are and you have to like, you know, be who you are, no matter who's looking or listening or whatever. So that's where I see that trend coming from, but moving that into commercial real estate. Like, let's talk about that. And you aren't from, you don't have a background in commercial real estate. You were in the just agency business, correct? Prior yeah, to? That's, yeah, absolutely. So that's totally correct. Um, you know, I, I spent the first 15 years of my career um, in the agency world. And so, you know, exposed to a broad range of businesses and industries. Um, ironically, uh, none of those industries were commercial real estate. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I made that kind of career decision, um, to jump from the agency side to the client side, um, mostly cause I wanted to be closer to the business, um, and the decisions that were being made. Um, <clears throat> the, the, and I found that, you know, commercial real estate was really a unique opportunity for me is that, um, it, it allowed me to be and stay creative, but also still involved with a, you know a creative process right on on the actual development side of of the industry. Um, so I can use my my past in you know advertising and marketing skills to create or um, you know provide creative solutions and do cool creative things. But then on the other side, I could actually you know feel proud at the you know the product that we are actually delivering or the experiences that we create um, for our clients and for, you know, our, our prospects and our, and our investors. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think are having that background? What, what are you notice in commercial real estate that might be the same or different than, you know, working in other brands and other sectors? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, That's a, that's a great question. Um, You know, I find, you know, coming from coming from you know a creative um, environment, um, we've always tried to. Um, I should have this tattooed on my arm, but it's it's mm-hmm. always trying to take the rational and make it emotional, right? Turn turn the rational into emotional, because at the end of the day, that's how almost every human makes a decision, yep. right? That which goes back to the authenticity again. You you, you need something to believe in. And so the difference that I find with where I came from and where I am today is that um, the commercial real estate industry is a very rational industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's black and white. It's based in numbers, square feet, um, you know, deals, term, credit. Yep. So there, there is, it's, it's a very, well, like I said, very black and white industry. Well, the evolution of commercial real estate is that there are these what we are actually delivering isn't just square feet it's what the 
end user, the tenant, and that, that tenant's employees actually do with that square feet. Mm-hmm. That's the product, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 lifestyle. It's what that person feels like when they're in that space. Just yeah. like you and I, you know, we we buy a new suit or you buy a new pair of shoes. Are we really like at the end of the day? Are we really gonna be like, well, these shoes are expensive, but damn, they feel good when I put them on, right? <laughs> That, and that's really and that's really how society has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, long story short, I think that the 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 more granular we can get, and the more you know, emotive that we can get in our industry about selling a lifestyle or selling peace of mind, um, I think the better opportunity we we have to to grow, right? To lease more spaces, to lease faster. Yeah, let I'd like to unpack that a little bit more because I agree, I think and you hit the nail on the head a little bit earlier that the, these are spaces. These are places of where people are spending their time and they're being creative and they're pr- producing things for business. And that is more than just numbers on a page and a lease and terms and stuff like that. So how do we as marketing professionals speak to that kind of change of mentality, I would say, instead of just looking at these things like very business oriented, how can we connect with people more, whether that's through marketing ideas or initiatives to appeal to that emotional side and make that connection on a different level? Yeah, sure. I, you know, I think, um, I, th- I, th- I think the first thing that we, we need to understand is, uh, is that, you know, people are the horsepower of business without the people and being in those spaces, those businesses don't make money. Right. So when you are, are you, when you're trying to translate all that rational data into an emotional connection, um, you, you really have to put your finger on the pulse of what makes that business owner happy or, uh, feel successful. And, Usually, if if you own a business, it's about two things, people and money. And when you have the right balance of those people and money, you end up being successful. So how do we apply that to commercial real estate? Well, cool, healthy, happy spaces make cool, happy, healthy people. And the more healthy, happy people you have, the more productive they are, the more productivity they create, the more profit you're going to make. So it always will come back down to the, the rational idea of, you know, why I'm in business to make money, but you have to kind of look at the ingredients in that recipe and it's the space and the people, right? So as we are going through our, you know, rebranding, repositioning, um, program or project at, at Burn Scallow, you know, we've really identified, you know, this, this key language, um, you could call it a tagline, if you will, but it's really about shaping spaces that shape lives. And that's really, again, what we've evolved to be, um, is that we don't flip the light switch anymore when we walk out the door of our office or vice versa, when we leave our house, you know, the things at home, follow me throughout the day, just like the things at work follow me throughout my day. It's a completely blended life. 
And when you provide as an employer or a business owner, when you can provide a space that allows people to do that freely, right? Move throughout their life, um, the more successful you're going to be because you're going to have a lot, you're going to have a lot more happy people. Mm. That just made me think of something. So that the, there was a term that was very, very popular in the last five, 10 years, uh, work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like, and tell me your thoughts, work-life blend or work-life fusion. I don't know how to put that, but that's what it feels like you just kind of said, that there's not so much, I think there should be a balance in the sense that, you know, you have to be able to live your personal life and do all those things that you want to do. But the conveniences and things that you seek out at home. And that's why we're seeing amenitized spaces and things that people want in their office buildings are there to support that kind of blend of lifestyle. Yeah, no, that's an excellent point, actually. I, 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 and I think you nailed it. I, I think it is a blend. Um, you know, it, it's funny, you know, and I know you practice yoga and they talk about balance all the time, um, which is, it, 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 it's kind of funny to me because the idea of balance means that you have two things and one is always fighting the other and you're trying to find the happy medium. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if you always have one thing that's fighting the other, are you really actually at peace? So that's why I love your idea of blend so much. And in fact, um, we use that all the time, work-life blend. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Scallo, uh, he, he likes to refer to it, it, the light switch is gone. It's now a volume control, right? And depending on where you at, where you, where you are at, you know, throughout your day or throughout your life, you turn the volume up, you turn the volume down. Um, and you know, that's, that's really what life has become. And, you know, you could say that technology has driven that a lot. Um, I, I think that, you know, the access that we have to, to make decisions, communicate now has really forced us to, um, adapt that kind integrate. of ad- integrate, right. Mm-hmm. Um, the light the, or the, the home life and the work life, um, you have one life. Nobody was born into this with this life and this life, um, unless you're a double agent or something. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That all well said, all good points. Um, so it's different than I think it it used to be in this industry and we're both more, um, you know, adolescent in our commercial real estate careers, but I do think that we get it because we are that younger generation coming in. So what would you say, or what are some, I really want to just be very clear with like advice or tips or tricks or practical things to take away from this discussion that someone's listening in. They're like, okay, I agree with what you're saying, but how do we do what you're saying? How do we, how do we, how do we either market these spaces and give off that vibe as a company, as a brokerage firm, as anyone in the business, in, in any line of the business, how are we supporting this message? Well, sure. Yeah, I I think, um, well, another great question. Um, I'm challenging you. I'm like, we could talk about this for hours. I know we could, but like, how do we do it? Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, I, 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 I think 
to make it as cut and dry as possible, you really need to just start demonstrating the experience of the space. Um, you know, whether renderings are renderings, but they're still somebody's imagination. Um, the until you actually have the real product and you can demonstrate how people move throughout that space um, and you know the value or the happiness that it, it brings to their life, um, you still haven't gotten there. Um, it is about the lifestyle. Um, and in that, you need to be able to demonstrate how people live. Um, tell me what, give, tell me what you, yeah. Give me some examples of that. Cause I'm thinking experiential sure. marketing as far as like tour day and being in a, whether it's a spec suite build out or something that you're actually seeing the space. Absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> let's use the tour as an example, right? When, when we do tours with, with Burns Gallo, it is an experience. Um, we're going to, I'll use the Riviera, our project down in South Oakland in the PTC as an example. When we bring folks in to tour that space, we have them come in and experience it as if it's a day in the office. Um, they come in, we greet them with coffee from day fur. If they don't want coffee, we have bottled water, right? Or if they don't want straight bottled water, we have sparkling water. Um, if it's a tour later in the afternoon, um, or in the evening hours, we invite, we invite them to, you know, have a cigar and a cocktail on the terrace on the sixth floor to enjoy the views. Um, we've invited folks to come in during, during lunchtime, get a workout in or take the tour, get a workout in, experience what it's like to use this amazing fitness facility. So you're, you're, you're spot on, Ashley, when you talk about you know, the idea of experiential marketing, um, it's really uh, about getting people to experience the space. Um, when we kind of do our tour checklist, we, we try to hone in on all of the senses, right? So mm. when that person walks in, what do they smell? If it's a morning, we're, they're going to smell coffee, right? What, what a great aroma. Even if you don't drink coffee, most people love the smell of coffee. Mm -hmm. um, it's energizing. Um, we have music piped through all of the common area, right? So you, you, you know that they're going to show up and they're going to see what they see and you hope that they're going to like it. But how do you engage and how do you activate all of those other senses while they're there? I love um, that. And, That's and, really and cool. And it does come down to their experience. Let stop selling and let them live and let them experience it. Right. This is something that was brought up on the last episode as well. Tiny details to go hyper-personal. And that's kind of what you're talking about right now. The, the, the water, the coffee, the cigar, like whatever it is, but this stuff, I will say as marketers, you and I know this to anyone listening, these things take time to do and plan and you're being so strategic but they work. You are connecting with someone on such a very specific way to give them such a personal experience. And I think that was brought up in many of these articles talking about that authentic trend and just, you know, not farming people through the space, but, but doing things to really be, be hyper-personal, as I said. Absolutely. And, you know, <clears throat> when you use the word authentic, it, you know, I translate that really into being human. If, if you met someone for the first time, are you going to 
try to sell them, like so let's say, let's, let's use a first date as an example. Are you going to sit there and be like, well, this is my job and this is how much money I make and I have a, and I have a house. checklist. <laughs> right. I, you don't have a checklist. You're, you're going to be authentic. You're going to be human. You're going to um, allow that person to warm up to you and vice versa um, by being natural. You know, we're, we're as humans, we're, we're not a we're not a list of features and benefits. Right. It's, it's not it's not a uh, it's not a checklist, like you said. Um, so if you if you think about the way that we kind of operate in our in our daily lives and you know in uh, in our interpersonal relationships it's it's the same thing um at the end of the day you're, you're selling an experience you're, you're you're selling a way of life um and you're you're, you're 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 selling what you want that person to feel like yeah yeah great great points what do you think brokers listening in can do or work with their marketers? I know you gave specific examples with tour day. What about general marketing or thoughts that they can take away from this to get them thinking about how to either make more human connections? Like how, you know, how do you become more, how do you make an emotional appeal in graphic design work and things like that? Like how can people start thinking in that mode? Yeah, absolutely. So, it, you know, to apply what we're talking about to design, um, there, there, there is a very lofty philosophy out there about human-centric design um, and how people actually interact or use your marketing products. You know, um, it's mostly in the digital world, but it can work in print as well. Um, you know, I, I think when it comes down to design, how boring is how boring is it to see an empty office how boring is it to see you know wow look at look at you know look at this 40,000 square foot concrete block yeah awesome i you know as 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 a prospect or you know as a client wow that's that's cool brick cool 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 metal system on the outside of that thing no, what goes on in the inside? So, you know, it when it when it comes down to, you know, showing um, you know, showing a space or an offline kind of thing, or excuse me, an online kind of thing, you got you have to show what could be. Um, you know, I'll use I'll use the automobile industry um, as an example. You know, a TV commercial um, or a website for an automobile isn't just specs. You have to dig to get to all the specs, right? What do they show? They, they, they show a handsome man or a beautiful woman or a really happy family, you know, packing up the car and going on vacation, right? So same thing with, same thing with our product, our office space. You need to be able to show exactly what show exactly what that space is going to be used for. Yeah. I love that because I've seen some marketing pieces in other markets and, you know, there's a great firm in, in Chicago and they, they market, you know, like high-end automobiles and stuff like that. It's, it's all the like lifestyle marketing. So you're not really even telling these specs, but you're, 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 
presenting the vibe or the style or like what the building is as far as a personality. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a great point. Um, and that's something that dawned on me, um, that dawned on me early in my time at, at Burns Gallo. Um, not that it's been that long yet. It's only been like 15 or 16 months. Um, but you know, we name our properties, um, other, um, organizations or firms, usually it's just the street address, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, one, one, two, three main street or whatever, but we, we name them because that's, that's the way that we envision them coming to life. Right. Mm -hmm. What, what is this building about the Bentley? This is, this is a high end luxury office space. Mm -hmm. Um, the Riviera, you know, when you say the Riviera, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, the, the French Riviera, the Spanish Riviera. There's a lifestyle that's associated with that. Um, yeah. And it immediately it immediately conjures up a vision of what to expect. Duh, it's on a river that, you know, but at the same time, cool, water, people love water. Yeah. Um, so to your point, I, when from a marketing perspective, I like to take those names and I like to almost create personas around those buildings. What's the vibe? You know, mm-hmm. it's like the classic interview question. You know, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? <laughs> uh, right. But it's like, well, if this building, if this office were human, what would it be? Um, and, you know, I could, I could go down, I, I could go down our port list of portfolio in our portfolio and say, you know, Riviera is completely different than the Bentley is completely mm-hmm. different than boardwalk out in, out in North Fayette. Um, so you start to create these personas around it. And then, like you said, that's where the vibe comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Riviera, it, it's the French Riviera, you know, it, it, it is classy, a little boutique, a little boho all mixed together. Yeah. Um, so the personality you're kind of just building the brand of that property around the personality traits of it. And so then all of your marketing pieces reflect that. And hopefully you're making that connection and just establishing, like we said, that vibe for that property, I think. Yeah, and, sure. and that kind of goes full circle back to what we initially talked about the emotional appeal and just that humanistic connection. Someone's going to relate to something. I think I believe and remember it with a stronger identity, with a stronger, you know, logo, graphics, everything matching, and with a strong tagline that you understand what that building is all about. So I think, um, yeah, just just keeping your your focus on pulling out the the style and, like I said, personality, identity of that property is is really good for marketing pieces on that side of the business agency side yeah. of the business. I, I, and I completely agree. You know, the, the, the purpose of marketing is, is to create a perception, right. Of a brand, um, of, of, a, of a product and ultimately what it should do through design is make someone feel a certain way. And then to tie it back to where we started again, like you said, is if if authenticity um, and that human emotional connection is all about feeling, that's how you leverage marketing to 
change that perception, right? It's it's how they it's it's how you make someone feel, um, and ultimately, if they they feel good, then you know you're probably going to advance from the tour. Yeah. What uh, I think this is a great conversation. I'm excited to share this. the The last kind of question I have. What do you think is changing most in the commercial real estate industry as far as marketing or just communications or how people are presenting and connecting with other people? And what do you think is, uh, is good or bad about this change? Sure. Um, well, I hate to bring up the C word, but uh, COVID um, has accelerated our lives completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope to see the commercial real estate industry kind of catch up to the digital transformation that's going on. COVID has been an an incredible accelerator to the way that we live. Um, That acceleration has, is seen most through digital transformation, the way we interact with each other, the way that we access information. I think, you know, we've, we've seen gradual steps, at least in my, in my time within the industry, um, leaning into social media, leaning into video. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I really think that we're, we're going to need to push it even higher, right? Commercial and uh, commercial real estate is, is interesting. If you compare it to residential real estate, people are buying homes without walking the spaces because of the way that technology has allowed them to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sold that commercial real estate will ever get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it would sure be interesting to see if we could push it that far. Um, I don't know what that looks like. I and we're think- seeing more of that, you know, all the video tours that are coming out, more videos of, of properties and things like that using Matterport. So I agree. I think we're seeing definitely like a much faster, um, adoption of technology because of COVID it's like, boom, like you, you got to figure it out. And we're having decision makers who are like, I don't feel safe right now. So we're, we're trying to solve that problem in the meantime. I think that's a really good and big change for us. And it's just going to be interesting to see how the next few years, I agree with you. I don't think that commercial spaces, people still need to see it. I don't think they're going to make that decision without saying I agree. It. And I also decision. think it's crazy to not see your house before you buy it. I mean, that's a big decision too. I don't think I could even buy a car without seeing yeah. it and feeling it, yeah. you know, let alone a house or yeah. an office. Right. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's that generational thing that we talked about earlier where it's just like, it's become acceptable and people are more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll see, but I, I I do believe that you know the you know more um, digital adoption in our industry is needed, but mm-hmm. it's, I think it's on the way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Awesome. Anything? What would your uh, closing statement here be if you were speaking oh to God. every everyone in our industry? What's the important thing that Chris needs to tell people or leave them? with a new nugget of information or a thought, what advice do you have? I think, um, you know, to really tie everything together, I, I really do believe that, 
you know, as an industry, we, we really need to look at the common denominator of what commercial real estate is. Um, and that's people. Um, people, like I said earlier, are the horsepower that, you know, drive the businesses forward. People are the end user of everything that we do, um, whether it's whether it's office or retail or mixed use, people are using it. And, you know, I, I think from a marketing per perspective, if we continue to put our focus on on how to how to communicate that message, um, I, I think I think we'll see I think we'll see some extreme growth. That's all. Mm -hmm. Well said. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that a lot. It, it, it's, it, it's, we are in such a very serious industry and what I've experienced is there's just a lot of like, just very professional fronts, you know, and I know that we're all business people, but I would just like to see this more authentic, more natural connections, as you said, just being yourself. I would like to see that come out more. And I think yeah. that that is the big trend that everything's steering to. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to see that kind of come into the commercial real estate world a little bit. And I agree. I think that will produce just more growth and more understanding and really tapping into understanding your clients, but also understanding how your firm does business and how they can improve and how you can get the message out about who you are and what you do and like what, what you, how, what differentiates you from other people. And I think it's all going back to this, the human connection, emotional decision-making at the, at the core of why people do what they do, why they choose and make decisions and lease space, buy space, whatever it is. I will, I, I completely agree. Well said. I will also say people don't buy what you do they buy, they buy why you do it. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Mm -hmm. um, and that has always been true. However, we're seeing more awareness um, and more transparency required of brands and organizations. Um, in, and that is affecting people's buying behavior. So that ties right back into what we, where we started in terms of understanding your why. What is the purpose of why you do what you do? And once you understand that, it, it's a lot of work to get to it. Um, but once you understand that as an organization or even as a person, um, I, th I think that you will feel and see a lot more of that authenticity and human connection come out. Yes, I love that. That was a great, great ending point. Going back to your why and <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much again, Chris Bernardi of Burnscala Real Estate. If you want to check out his Instagram for Burnscala, it's Burnscala R-E. That is your handle. Thank you so much for taking the time and having this conversation. It was just so nice to talk to a fellow marketing person in the business who gets it and understands and also is doing such great work to implement these ideas within your firm, within people you work with and clients. So thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, it was my pleasure. I, I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, check back on our Instagram page 
It's at create.pod for more great episodes from the commercial real estate industry. Thank you.